from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Starting five here on The Drive. Sounds like Mike Mays undersold the weather we're getting this weekend. It does. <laughs> there's this low pressure system yeah. that's formed off of Florida. I mean, we're getting alerts about like uh, just being inundated with with water on Friday and Saturday. Right. A little sto- little storms coming on Friday. Yeah, it's got that DefCon <laughs> three vibe to it, just a little bit. Uh, Paul Ihander here. Brian Murphy from WRAL TV is here. Graham Hill is here. Tim and Dennis are off today. They will be back tomorrow. All right, number five. Bryce Young does not practice today for the Carolina Panthers. He apparently has an ankle injury. There was not a lot of explanation into said ankle injury that was given to us, but he's hurt enough where he had to sit today. Andy Dalton had to take the first team reps, and the Seattle game approaches. It's a road game, and so if you had Andy Dalton on your 2023 bingo card to start for the Panthers, don't quite put the dauber on it yet. But it could happen, Brian Murphy. Yeah, Frank Reich said, uncertain. We don't know about Bryce Young's status. Usually if, you know, hey, he, he just had a little thing today. He'll be back on Sunday. We're not worried about it. Yeah. But didn't say that. Didn't alleviate the concerns of Panther fans. Said, status uncertain for Sunday's game. We talked earlier. I don't know if you have a better chance to win with Andy Dalton as your quarterback or Bryce Young as your quarterback. Certainly, if, if Bryce Young can play, he's playing because he needs all the reps he can get. But when I look at this offense, like, I'm not sure it really matters who the quarterback is. No, I don't like you. I don't like you saying that. I, it does matter who the quarterback is. <laughs> well, sure, it I does matter that it's Bryce Young. Andy Dalton was not signed to be the starter. While Andy Dalton has the mentality, as we heard all preseason long, like I'm the number one guy. This is who I have to be. I would expect that from a guy who's been in the NFL for more than a decade. I would want that from him. But it does matter who's at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. If it's not Bryce Young, why did we trade all those picks? Well, yeah, but I'm. I mean, as far as winning this game, I mean, certainly long-term, you want Bryce Young to be your quarterback. He needs to be your quarterback. So apparently they signed Andy Dalton to be the third-and-one quarterback sneak guy. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Again, another problem. Another problem. Going back to the fact that Bryce Young did not practice today due to an ankle injury, Andy Dalton should not be the third-down-and-one guy. <laughs> there should be a larger, much fatter guy who lines up behind Bryce Young, and they fully go rugby on this bad boy, and they shove him forward behind this potent offensive line, <laughs> which has yet to live up to its potential. They are all matadors at this point because Bryce Young, in the internal clock inside his head, has literally fractions of seconds that are wasted because he has to scramble and his receivers are not getting open quick enough. I've been very down on the Panthers all offseason, all early in the season, but a little bit of optimism. We'll take it. This is what happens, right? You got a rookie quarterback. You're still build. You're in the building part of your franchise. I know some people had sky-high expectations that somehow this team could make the playoffs. Let's reset those expectations to what they should be. Can we keep Bryce Young healthy all year? Check question mark at the moment, I guess. Right. Yeah, we, yeah that's a that's a below C average right now. <laughs> and and can we find out if we're the Carolina Panthers, can we find out if if Bryce Young is the guy moving forward? I, th- I think we're making steps in, in that area. And if we can get out of this season with a healthy Bryce Young, content in the knowledge that he is our starter moving forward at five and eleven, five and twelve, six and eleven, I'll never get used to seventeen games. 
Yeah, five no, and twelve. I got you. Six and I got 11. you. Yeah, you're then, number five hundred. Then, then this season is a success. Then it's a success. What I don't want to do is give the number one pick or the number two pick to the Chicago Bears because I no longer own that pick. The Chicago Bears own that pick, and the possibility of giving them the number one or number two pick in this draft would keep me awake at night if I was David Tepper or or anybody in management there. Yeah, nobody nobody wants that. This team was a near playoff team last year in a mediocre division. This team now is the worst team in a division that is clearly either overachieving or got way better since January. And it seems to be that scene, the latter seems to be the case. But we shall see if Bryce Young does bounce back tomorrow. He did not practice today. We also did not see Brian Burns out there today. We did not see Justin Houston out there today. JC Horn's on IR. Shaq is also on IR and had <laughs> surgery. A little bit of this and a little bit of that right now for your Carolina Panthers. Number four. We are the four horsemen. Woo! In what I know many people were anticipating out there and wanted to know because we do have television shows on Bravo that are real housewives of football players. And we do have shows on VH1 that have had NBA athletes on them. It has now been confirmed by yet another reality show star, one of the Kelsey brothers, Jason Kelsey, that Travis Kelsey is indeed dating mega superstar Taylor Swift. Can we just leave it at that? Why, wait Can we just second. leave it at that? Why didn't we lead the show with this? This is bigger news than Bryce Young. Um, the summer of Swift. I mean, this is the summer of Taylor Swift. I, I was amused by this when it came out that they may be dating. I saw all these Swifties online on Twitter, on, on X, whatever you want to call it, being like, who is this Travis Kelsey guy? Like <laughs> the like the sub, you know, if you did the Venn diagram of, of people who know really know who Travis Kelsey is and people who are diehard Swifties, not a ton of overlap there. That's probably not. And no, so no, no. The, the diehard Swifties were trying to do a, a lot of, of research on who Travis Kelsey was. And like all the football people were like, yeah, he's like the best tight end in the game. Like, you know has a podcast, has hosted Saturday Night Live. Like, not not some fly-by-night kind of guy. Like, we, we've known this guy for a while. But his name's not Liam. It's not, <laughs> it's, not this, it's not this great British name or this really, really cool kind of ethnic-sounding, like, accents and things. It's, it's, it's Travis Kelsey. I didn't realize. They're the exact same age. Yeah, they're both 33 years old. Yeah, like 33. I'm not sure I would have guessed that. If you would have said, who's older in the Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift dynamic? I'm not sure. I don't know. That is the most Taylor Swift we have talked about <laughs> on this station in years. If Graham is sure. if if Graham is really doing his job today, we'll get some Taylor Swift out right. of this right. out of this right. uh, segment. What do we say? We may don't need tip to, me. <laughs> we may need to shake it off. Well, did you hear during the game when when Kelsey scored a touchdown? Whoever was announcing the game, and I don't know who it was, was like Kelsey finds a blank space in the end zone. Right, really playing up the Taylor Swift yeah. stuff. And I'll write your name. <laughs> All right, so. You know what? There's nowhere else to go with that one. Just there you go. The worlds have collided in a most magnificent way. But for those of you who are NFL fans not familiar with Taylor Swift, (laughs) um, if they do break up, there will be a song written about said breakup on the next album. The odds are very good they're going to break up. And the odds are even better that there's going to be a song about Jason Kelsey. That's a great transition. Let's talk about odds, shall we? One, two, three. Brian Murphy, as some of you may know or may not know, works for WREL Television and also happens to be one of our resident experts in what's happening with the North Carolina legalization of sports gambling. 
There was an update today, Brian Murphy. Would you please shed some light on said update? Yeah, we all we all need a niche, right? I guess, <laughs> I guess this is my niche. So the North Carolina Lottery Commission is in charge of running sports gambling, and they had their first public meeting. A committee of the commission had their first public meeting about sports gambling. And so the, and the big questions, right, when is this going to start? What operators are going to be in the state? What what about the changes that are being made to the bill? And we got a long meeting dealing with rulemaking. Ugh. The bureaucratic look, look, I'm not Ugh. this is this is what bureaucratic institutions have to do and they have to set up a compliance and regulation Ugh. to run statewide sports gambling on your mobile phones and, and computers. I, I put this on Twitter. Sports betting supposed to be fun, right? Supposed to yep. equal fun. Yep. Setting up compliance and regulation and policy making for statewide sports gambling, let me tell you, not fun. Uh, so no real developments out of that. We did not get a date. We did not know if FanDuel or DraftKings or, or MGM. One other huge development in sports gambling. I wrote about this on WRAL yesterday. The state budget has come out. The, the compromise okay. legislation has come out. And there is a major rewrite of the sports gambling law in there. So the sports gambling law passed earlier this year. Governor Cooper signed it in June. Um, it's being implemented right now, as, as I just described. It's kind of in the weeds and, and may not affect what sports operators you see in the area, but the, the law has been rewritten to give the Hurricanes, the Hornets, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway a lot more power in determining who gets those operator licenses. Um, they, In order to get a license in the state, you will have, a, have to have a written agreement with one of the professional sports teams, one of the leagues, one of the oh, facilities. Wow. So you have to link up no matter what. You have to link up. They're, they're called tethered licenses. They're tethered to that agreement. There are no more untethered licenses available in North Carolina. So this could lead to there being fewer than 12 operators in the state. Um, you know, you're thinking DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM. They're, they're likely all going to be in the state. But the previous uh, law or the current law allows for 12 of those. Under this new rewrite, it's possible we only have seven or eight or ten um, because every operator will have to partner with a sports franchise, one of the major sports franchises in the state. Well, that's seven or eight or ten more than I have right now. <laughs> right now. That's true. And the sports teams have been pushing for this. Like They, they wanted all these licenses tethered. It gives them much more uh, sway and leverage in the negotiations with the operator. Sure. All right. There and you go. There, there, there is an update there. One last tidbit. Oh, there's more. There may be an announcement of one of these agreements coming very soon. Oh. Not of like a, a facility in the state or a team in the state partnering with an actual sports book. Maybe an announcement coming pretty soon. Ooh, that's juicy. Like that one. See, that was a good update. Murph, <laughs> it was a good update. It's a good update. All right, next. Jeff, the two of us. The Chicago Bears have been letting people down in fantasy football. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, well, they in, have, real, in real football, too. They have been, and in real football as well. Today, during a press conference, uh, starting quarterback Justin Fields says he's just not feeling it. He's not feeling himself these days uh, when it comes to being a quarterback, where he's been really rigid and feels really robotic in the pocket. And when pressed to ask, when they pressed him to ask about it, he said, coaching. Yeah, I mean, look, we're going to make a big deal about this because players don't usually call out their coaches. He had, we have, we have what Justin Fields okay. said. Let's listen in. You know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching. 
I think. Jeez. But um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it. You know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I, you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week, and then when the game comes, it's, you know, it's it's, it's time to play free at that point. So, um, you know, just thinking less and you know, playing more. Thinking less and playing more. That's what all players say, right? I mean, even coaches say, "I, w- I don't want you thinking out there. I want you to know what you got to do and just go play free." What this really gets down to is they want him to stay in the pocket, right? They want Justin Fields to stay in the pocket, go through his reads, make the throws. That's not him. Right. But but then you see that, I don't know if this picture made its way out on social media, but there was one of these screenshots from a game, and the pocket is totally clear. The offensive line has done a beautiful job, cleared everybody out. There's a wide receiver breaking free 20 yards down the field, right in the middle of the field. No reason Justin Fields shouldn't see this. And the caption on the photo is, this was a sack. And you see that, and you're like, man, like, that's perfect. They gave you a perfect pocket. Your wide receiver breaks free exactly where he's supposed to be. No defender around him. Like, I get that's not him. Like, he wants to run. The internal clock goes off. He wants to take off. But to play quarterback in the NFL, when the play works, you've got to do your part and make the play work. He's still growing into his britches as a quarterback in the NFL. How soon? Like, like the Jets are going to pull the plug on Zach Wilson, right? They yep, already, they already, did. they did, they did, they had pulled that plug, and now and they, they had, had to, to plug him, they had to plug it back in. They did. How soon do they look, Justin? Justin, we love you, great guy. We got to go get another quarterback. Well, it has to happen sooner than later. The NFL is a do it now league. It's 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 being built that way as as we speak. It's still being built that way. You got you got to win, otherwise there's going to be turnover. Players are are full commodities outside of the really special players and Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady and you know Aaron Rodgers for a certain extent was that kind of guy. Josh, there's a, there's a handful of those guys that aren't considered commodities for Fields to be successful. I think the problem is in Chicago where they went out and got him a handful of weapons and a few things and whatnot is that they've already gone through the Mitch Trubisky experience. And because they went through that experience with another high draft choice, are they willing to go, man, we just, we just, didn't we just do this? Guess didn't what, we just make this happen? Guess what they got in their back pocket? Two high first round <laughs> draft choices. Yeah. They, they, you know, if they're as bad as they look right now, they're going to have a top five draft pick. And if the Panthers don't get it in gear, they're going to have another top five draft pick. I think the what the Cardinals are probably going to have two first round draft picks. They're sitting on two right now as well. So there's going to be a lot of competition for those top. And and guess what? Happens to be a really good quarterback class with Drake May, Caleb Williams, you know maybe Travis Jordan Travis. We'll see what happens with Shadur Sanders. I guess is the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Dion says Dion said on his uh, YouTube channel today he's not going anywhere. Yeah, one more year, one more year, Colorado. But but Riley Leonard. I don't know if he's going to be a top five type of prospect, but. There are quarterbacks to be had out there, and I just if you got two five two top five draft picks, two top ten draft picks, like that's the time to go get a quarterback. You don't you're not having to trade multiple draft picks to go get it. You've got the draft capital to to go ahead and do it. So I think fourteen games or however many yeah fourteen more games left for Justin Fields, you've got to prove you can play in this league. And and guess what? You got to take a little coaching. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> but right now he feels a little robotic. Coach is not letting him do what he wants to do. So, I mean, maybe, maybe he'll turn things around. I mean, maybe, maybe something will happen. Last year, it felt like that corner had been turned. And but it he, feels like but it was right- turned by him running. Right. And now this staff wants him to, hey, stay in the pocket and make a play. 
Or do you just turn him into a runner? We got time? you a bunch of help. Uh, right. Yeah, do it. We're not. We're going to run the option. <laughs> we're just going to run the option on that. Well, one read and go. One right. read and go. All right. Moving on. The one. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, Carolina Panthers, we've talked a bit about them today with Bryce Young not practicing. There's a little bit there there's a interesting proposal out there that I would like to float by that I'm kind of feeling a little bit if I could get the ad to stop popping up over the top of the thing that I was reading there is a a thought that because of where the Carolina Panthers currently sit and we've talked about the issues that they've had injury wise on the defense with legitimate two of their top tier players going to going to IR a hamstring for Horn and Shaq going down with a broken ankle although they say fibula but Apparently it was a broken ankle, but he's had the surgery already. Is that there's really only one guy left, and it's the guy who's doing, what are we calling it, the hold-in as opposed <laughs> to the hold-out being Brian Burns. And Brian Burns, who does not feel like he's going to re-sign with the Carolina Panthers, and based on how this defense continually falls apart, while Burns does have the motor, and I think he's a prideful guy, there's no doubt about it, he will play to the last snap. If this Panthers team does not see success, and this Panthers team does not feel, the front office does not feel that they could sign him, that before October 31st, they need to trade him and need to find a willing partner to make that happen with, a team that hopefully can return some sort of draft capital at this point, not a player, and a team that's on the rebuild, the one that's been put out there right now, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. Yeah, the Packers would have to see how how good they are this year. I mean, what do they actually have in Jordan Love? And are they you, you only trade for Burns, especially since he's not under contract, if you can make a deep playoff push, um, and you get back that first rounder that you gave up to the Bears. I mean, it's going to be way later in the in the draft, but I mean, they, they probably should have traded Burns last year. I mean, and we've seen what Chris Jones got. He didn't get much, to be honest, but we saw what Joey Bosa got. In uh, or Nick Bosa, I guess, in, in San Francisco. And Burns' numbers compared to Nick Bosa's numbers are actually pretty similar. He hadn't gotten the attention that Nick Bosa's gotten, but the, the, the numbers are pretty similar. And he wants a contract similar. And I don't think the Panthers are going to give it to him. I think they probably should have traded him last year. Yeah, but, when the value was high and right. there were a lot of people making deals for him, we know what we know what the worth was for Burns. But at this point, that ship has completely sailed. The, the nice thing about trading a pass rusher is that that's a – that is something that someone will trade for in the middle of a season. Like, you don't have to learn a lot of plays to be effective as a pass rusher. So you can come to a program, you come to a team like the Packers or the Chiefs or somebody that's, that's like in contention and needs to to generate some more pass rush. Um, you can make that trade in the middle of the season and still have it pay off. I think we saw Von Miller traded in the middle of a season yep. and, and made a difference because the job's pretty easy. Go get after the quarterback. Um, I, if you do it like you're like you're conceding that like the season's done already. Yeah, and I'm not saying this is the moment to do sure, it. Sure, but based on what's happened right now, where he might be the only stud available on this team that's left, and there's value there, and 
he's still healthy. Right. So there is there's something <laughs> to be said about that. You did draft DJ Johnson for for a reason. Like there there's a reason. He may not be game ready. And yeah, you've got uh, Kyman Gruger Hill stepping in at linebacker, so you're already putting band aids in places. These are capable veterans. Don't get me wrong; they're capable veterans that can make things happen. But as this season progresses and that trade deadline approaches, the one thing you cannot get back is the time. The date keeps moving. The calendar keeps yeah. moving. You know, didn't practice today. I mean, that's you know, again, ma- there are certain things about maintenance, sure. certain things that come along with being a professional athlete where you got to take some time off. You don't but, win games on Wednesday, right? But <laughs> Brian Burns is now guaranteed, like, we're double-teaming this guy. I mean, and he's a he's a playmaker. There's no doubt about it. He knows he's a playmaker. He acts the part. He's a professional athlete, so he has been coming. He's going to keep doing it. But at a certain point, it's like at, at the Panthers, again, two games in. Let's all take the big deep right, breath right, right, and right. kind of simmer down just a little bit. But you you are down two guys. You know, you're down Horn and you're down Shaq Thompson, who was the guy that you know, was kind of the heart of this team and was your leading tackler last season. To me, it all comes down to this. And and the, gen, and the, and the you know, they know this in the front office. Are you going to re-sign this guy? If you, once you make that decision that you're not going to re-sign him or you may want to re-sign him, that you're just not going to be able to re-sign him, then you got to trade him. As soon, as soon as you make that decision, whether it's we, we're not going there, we can't re-sign you, or look, we've tried, we're simply not going to be able to come to a number with this guy. At that point, you have to trade him because what's he doing on your team? He, he's only being exposed to being injured and you getting zero value out of him. Once you, once you make that decision, like if you were a, a Super Bowl contender, okay, ride it out. Let's see what we got. You're not. And as soon as you make that decision that we can't resign this guy, then I think you've got to trade him. I mean, and you know his value knowing that the, if the Panthers are shopping him, they're going to try to get something back in return. They know what they could have got for him. But now you got to go. Okay, what can we get for him? What do you want for him? Like, like this story out here off this Wisconsin sports heroic site. You know, we'll see how credible that is. It mentioned someone like Christian Watson. Is that enough, or or do you want do you want the draft capital? I want to draft. I want draft. I want to pick my own guy. I want my guy that I know that will fit my system. So if I'm going to go get draft capital. Which I think is what I would want anyway at this point. I don't need I don't need players like the the free agency ranks are out there. I can go find gems, diamonds in the rough, whatever it happens to be. I want to pick. I want to pick the guy that I know that you know. I'm going to go to Bryce and go. Who would you want? Like who do you want? Because he needs to be a part of this decision making process too. You are a quarterback of the future. We are hitching our wagon to you. Do you want an edge rusher like a Brian Burt? Do you want another young edge rusher or do you want? A guy that runs a four three forty with sure hands and happens to be six feet three inches tall. That's the guy I want if I'm Bryce Young. Well, sure, sure, but you got to build. Like, I I don't know. Watson would be the best receiver on this team immediately, but but yeah, I think you're right. I think you've got to start to recoup a lot of the draft capital you've given up chasing Sam Darnold, chasing Matt Corral, chasing uh, Bryce Young. I, you, you've got to start recouping that. The best teams in the NFL are built with young, cheap players that come through the draft. All right. Brian Burns for anything. Well, not anything. <laughs> well, right. right. you got to get a any. first. Not you got to get a first. You want a first. Can you get a first? Knowing where you're at, can we make that happen? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.